Welcome to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates Podcast, episode one, Trace Quattro. Mm. Back in the building, all filling my Mexican heritage. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to quit appropriating before I get yanceled. But y'all feel me? North Mexico in the good? house, also known as Southeast San Diego, all of those things, all of that. Uh, I am your host. Ken Jones to the box up top. Morgan Jones. And we family. For show. <laughs> For show. <laughs> uh, shout out, uh, 40 year old virgin. <laughs> one of my favorite things. She's a hoe. For show. For <laughs> ah, we got it. We got a jam packed show for y'all. Uh, before we jump into that jam-packedness, um, we're going to start with our shout-outs. We're going to shout-out the UK and Brazil for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. Shout-out San Diego and Rio de Janeiro for being our top listening cities this week outside of Portland, Oregon. Shout-out to our top listener this week, Marcio Jesus. All right. See, it's all tying in. It's all tying in, baby. We make sure to check out our sponsor, the nine brand at the underscore I X B R A N D on I G and the nine brand dot C O on the World Wide Web. Uh, make sure you follow us, the Unrefined Sophisticates at Unrefined Sophisticates on Instagram. Follow me, Can at I Technically Can on the Instagram. You can follow Morg at Portland Morgan on the Instagrams. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Double entendres. <laughs> and for anybody that's like, why does he only say the double entendres? Because us when broken down into a spelling format, U.S., then if you look at the initials of the Unrefined Sophisticates, bam, a match, U.S. <laughs> you got it, dog. You got a big dog. So now we all up to speed on that. Welcome, everyone. Start with a little, little sip of that. Little, I'm ready. A little sip of something. Ching. Mm-hmm. I've been tickling my taste buds all week with the various tequilas that have been bestowed upon me. Birthday tequila. My birthday tequilas. Give us a review. Did you taste the, did you get did, did you have the one I gave you yet? I yes. want to know if it's good. It's cool. Mm. It's be, mm. no, no. And this is, but it's, it's great for, and this is what I've learned with, as I'm learning more and more about um, specifically the nail tequilas, is there are some that are more smoky than I feel like for people who drink whiskey, it's more that's a match their taste buds and you know i'm not whiskey at all so i think that i lean towards the other side which is more of like the the sweet savory uh <coughs> versions but yeah so it's not like that's actually what i what i grab for this delectable little little treat right here for the listeners i wasn't um my feelings were not going to be hurt if he said it was trash because I was looking for a very specific bottle of tequila to give Can for his birthday, but because I couldn't find it, I don't know, you know, trace shipping or, you know, production lines ain't working. I don't know, but it was nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I, I reverted to the way that I sometimes shop for wine, and that is by a certain uh, give give yourself a budget, and then find a cute bottle <laughs> that fits the that fits the things. And what I will say is that what was dope about it is that it was platinum and nail, and which that I was apparently was a big deal, right? And that's the dope thing, knowing that as I would say whatever's right under the level of connoisseur, I feel like that's the space I'm at with my tequilas. Mm. Um, mm. That was the last thing that I learned is that there was clear versions of a nail tequila. And now I'm hip. Now I'll act like I've known that for years when I'm talking to strangers. Better do it. Yeah, feel me. Um, also hit yeah. them with the well, actually, if they tell you no. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> Anejo is only dark. Oh, well, actually, let me let me show you something. Clearly, <laughs> have no. Uh, you no have taste. no refinedness. Yeah, there we go. Buds. Um, pleasantries that go awkward. Talk oh, to people just jump right into that. So, uh, I know that we've had the moments where it's like the small talk goes wrong, and you know everybody can relate to that in some way. This is the same exact thing when, you know, it's not really small talk if it's just like, so my neighbors have been gone. And before they left, they said, we're going on a trip for two weeks. Back, back to Cali, Cali. They were going to Mexico and they were going to have somebody stay in their house because they have two dogs. Okay. Um. So, and to be clear, like times that we've been gone for a extended period of time or they've been gone before, we'll be like, can you get our mail or, yeah. can you, you know, just looking out at certain things. Yeah. They didn't, they were going to be gone for the longest that they've been gone and they didn't ask. And so I was like, oh, you guys got, <laughs> I didn't say anything, but then she was like, yeah, we're going to have someone come watch the dogs and they'll, okay, cool. Someone will be in your house. Yeah. So it was supposed to be for like two weeks or a little bit longer than that. All of a sudden, that person who was supposed to be at the house was gone after a week and one of their cars showed back up. And I was just like, like in the driveway. I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, OK. And then all there was stuff outside their house. It was I just assumed maybe there's a, a shift switch. You know, it's now it's someone else. Um, but didn't see anybody. But was seen like I saw that they got a package and that package was no longer there and there were certain so it looked like someone was tending. taking a peek. Yeah, yeah tending yeah. that's the word thank you uh -huh. um so i stopped thinking about it right and then see them today i'm like oh you're back welcome back and they're like hey oh, how was your vacation <laughs> and one of them just shrugs and then the other one is like well didn't really get to enjoy the vacation. Um, had to go to California because my dad was sick. And I was like, oh, yikes. So sorry to hear that. Um, is he feeling better? And she was like, actually, he passed. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. And I feel like I shouldn't have ever asked any of these questions <laughs> like they were just regular but, you know how did your and i just never saw any of that coming never saw any of that coming Jeez. 
So um, shout out to my neighbor. That's a that's a rough go. I can't imagine yeah. the amount of uh, the amount of. I don't know, devastation that I'm still going through with my grandma dying. I can't I, like I'm not. I'm not ready to be one of the adults that loses their parents. Just not ready. Right. That's a jeez. And it's like, where do you go from there? You know, that's the thing in those kind of conversations when, you know, somebody does pass something on. And. Exactly. I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And then I don't know what to do. Like, we're not friends, you know, like I'm not going to extend like a hug or, you know, like I and now we're just awkwardly standing, looking at each other, feeling bad like, this is why you should always have smoke bombs in your pocket for moments like that oh my and god bomb, and then run right into my door and yeah and then by the time the smoke clears it was all a dream <laughs> <laughs> no i'm actually gonna do this we <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's my new way of exiting that's it we watched a, a vice clip yesterday of uh, about Bucks County Batman. (laughs) (laughs) There is a man in out in a suburb of Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia, uh, who has he cosplays as Batman. He just has a bunch of really good Batman costumes and apparently like showed up at a BLM protest over the summer. Or in 2020. Damn. Was he perched on the corner of a building? No, it was like all these smoke bombs going off and he just walked through and it legit. <laughs> like <laughs> That is hard. That is hard. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I, I want the smoke bombs now. That dude is cr- uh, like that whole. I, I encourage everybody to watch that. Uh Vice clip. It, Take a who want to form smoke your own opinions, but my word, uh, there is a lot of levels of question marks within that like <laughs> nine minute clip. <laughs> like I had so many questions at the end of it. That's where the real dude is, is spending the bread on on the on the outfits. He's going hard in the paint. That's that makes me think of a conversation Patrice O'Neill was having once and with uh, Opie and Anthony. And they were like, why when black black guys give money, they always want to buy jewelry and and uh, and rims for their car. And he was like, what? He was like, white people go buy a full size replica of <laughs> Batman. Like, what are you talking about doing dumb stuff with your money? And you don't get to talk about anything at at all (laughs) my man said he's spending about 40 grand a year on costumes that he sometimes wears and sometimes does it you know like in case the opportunity presents itself also one of them he had a full war machine outfit that was he said a hundred pounds and he walked around in it for eight hours at like a comic con you know local comic con or whatever and hot yo he said his body was just banged up he was bleeding head to toe when he took the thing off and i'm like yeah because you're not actually war machine <laughs> like <you're-> you deserve <laughs> <laughs> all of that what nah player but you know whatever floats your boat you know 
the Nah player really makes me think of how um, hilarious this weekend was in the the way of the uh, there was a rally for the uh, inbred surrection, <laughs> the January sixth. You won't steal our country. (laughs) Blunder. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So there was supposed to be a rally and it was, you know, they're trying to raise awareness for their political prisoners who are uh, still captured by the state for doing nonviolent protesting is what they're saying. Basically, they Nelson Mandela out here. They, every single one of those people mm-hmm. that's still in prison or jail, we're, we're in jail. Nobody has yeah. gone to prison. Uh, still in jail are political prisoners. Um, so this was supposed to be a really big deal. So much so that we get all this advanced news about it, right? Where it's like the, the FBI is informed of white nationalist groups that are going to do this and that. And we're putting all of this, uh, you know, police force, the Capitol Police is ready to go. We're putting fencing up. They got a permit that said there would be about 700 people there. And uh, as reported by multiple news outlets, there was around maybe two to 250 people. And this, my immediate reaction is a belly laugh. (laughs) Like, it's insanely funny that nobody shows up, right? With the hard R. But even exactly <laughs> 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 that. Uh, it confirms the Hannah Montana theory completely. The police had to go to work. Uh oh. So the police couldn't be at the inbred surrection rally. Uh, uh, <laughs> sick time. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> I mean, that was when the email mind. when the email popped up for the date and time. That was that uh, that Mr. Krabby meme. <laughs> 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 Yo, this is it. Because, I mean, let me add, though, that, like, I think it's absolutely important to note that there was all of this uh, lead up information to the actual inbred surrection, the actual white ISIS moment of them going to town. <laughs> white ISIS is right. <laughs> <laughs> They had that and they didn't put that police presence, right? Because everybody had took the day off. I'm <laughs> like, they weren't around, but they made it possible. Yeah. Right. Like you had all of this information, you had all this intel. And there's just, I'm, I refuse to believe that you took it seriously. Like there's no way you did. You had less security than you would have on a normal day. You know what I mean? Like, so you didn't take that seriously. And that's a Trump administration on purpose thing. Okay. But now seeing that there's all this police presence in a different administration, 
it makes it seem like it's the administration's right. But really, I honestly believe that um, you can't be in two places at once. And if you are supposed to be at work, (laughs) you can't do the LARP that day. You have to go to work. And the reason it's all peaceful is your those are your friends. You you want to be where they are. They want to be where you are. Y'all just had a picnic in the park. <laughs> um, do you think some of that comes also from the way that the um, the way that the interwebs is so great at capturing a photo and finding all the things? And there's oh, a little, from- yeah, the investigative power of twitter Woo. <laughs> um, case like palazan they'd be yeah, like yeah, we, and so i and 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 i know this even from another um another forum that i frequent sometimes they'll do like can you id this person and they'll put a picture up and be like find this person's instagram and it'd just be a picture of somebody i don't and, know how this works exactly so to understand like it's so easy overall to find somebody if you have any digital presence and i think that there's more and more people at least i'm thinking right i'm thinking that there's more and more people who are aware of this and they were okay larping as long as it wouldn't come back to them it didn't mean that we, their job would know. <laughs> exactly. Jobs, and I think for some of them, even the families, you know, um, being able just to go hang out with the guys this weekend or going to this little gathering. So, yeah. and we're seeing that, I feel like in the last couple of years specifically, like the last five year window of- <laughs> Internet been popping. <laughs> yes. I think there's a lot of people who are probably, uh, probably taking that into account before they show up in these public settings, learning some hard lessons, man. And the lesson ain't hard. The lesson is don't do, uh, not even don't do, cause you're going to do what you do. No, 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 I'm not saying that I'm saying don't do the goofiness. And then, but if you're going to be for something, be all the way for it. Because that's the thing. If you're committed to what your belief is, then it does. It shouldn't matter. Right. Won't matter. It won't matter. But that shows you in moments like this, it's the fair weather. It's I'll I'll troll on the interwebs as long as somebody it, doesn't know who I am. And as soon as they find out who I am, then everything is deleted. Right. Yep. And you can't do that necessarily in real life. So I think there are more people starting to understand that these uh, th- this fair weather racism, fair weather isms, let's say that. Uh, that be ready to do them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't stand up in general. And let I me mean, not say it doesn't stand up because clearly it's standing up. <laughs> um, so I'll back the to test that. of time actually <laughs> actually shows. But it's different when you're doing it. Um, it's different when you're doing it in the space of an anonymity. Yes. But when now you're getting out here, jumping off the porch and got to really stand on that because that's the thing we don't see. I've, I've yet to see one of these people go viral and be like, yeah. And nope. Yeah. This is, this is exactly how I feel. 
and I feel like if that actually happened, there would be a certain, for me, there would be a certain level of respect. Because <laughs> um, I, I definitely can respect somebody that stands on it. Have a stance and just, and let that be what your stance is. And there's definitely people like that that exist. We we see them often. Um, yes. Just don't backtrot when it's time for you to face whatever it is that comes as a result of it. Because that looks... Well, it's amazing how all of a sudden, you know, it's this superiority. And I mean that with every ism, right? It's this, I'm the standard and you're weird and different, right? So it's this superiority and then immediate, just terrified in public, in, in person. You know what I mean? Like, unable to get their words right it's just a whole lot of what what do we do what 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 just a whole lot of hey. think i'm gonna be sick <laughs> yeah but you had them all you, every word you knew how to yeah. say them all when you was using your fingers like all of the that's <laughs> it's, a, a lot of that. it's a lot of that and my thing is um not even my thing it is my thing. <laughs> I have a belief mm. that if you consistently are who you are, right, uh, not right or wrong, I'll say um, popular or unpopular in your belief system, <laughs> if you're committed to that, then none of this means anything or should not mean anything because you're technically or not tech for your uh, peace of mind you're in the right so you should be able to back and forth this all day all night right you should have actually done the research whoa 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 whoa, whoa. the research because we love research. history yeah no every single every single one of y'all <laughs> i read an article on snopes so <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll send the link. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yes, said the Lord. So, Kenneth, and we've known each other for many years at this point. I don't know how many of those years there are, but mm. I mean, I'm sure we could do that math, but many years. It was many four scores ago. <laughs> So many fortnights. <laughs> uh, but I had a first yesterday or today. I had a first with you that was like, whoa, a, a moment of mind blowing. Okay. I saw footage of you in a vehicle mm -hmm. as a passenger. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in all of the times that I've ever seen you in a car, in person, or in footage. Yes. Uh, ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is the rarest of a cat. And when I try to tell people, and you know how people throw numbers out there and you're kind of like, yeah, right. In my adult life, when I tell you that I have probably, since... 18 years old, the legal age in America, North America, United States of America, mm -hmm. 
I've probably not been passenger in a vehicle more than 50 times. I drive every day. I'm in a car almost daily, <laughs> right? I will volunteer to drive if the group needs to get somewhere. It's the first one. First you know? one. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You hop in with me. And a couple of reasons. I trust my driving. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then also it's just, uh, yeah, I trust my driving. With that, <laughs> every time I'm in a vehicle passenger and it's more than like, let's say we're going a distance, I probably have 30 minutes in me tops of staying awake. Because I don't know what it's like just to sit and be able to just chill in a vehicle. And it puts me to sleep. Um, but definitely hopped in yesterday. And the thing that's dope about it, that every time I'm in the passenger of a vehicle, I notice so much stuff I never <laughs> notice. It's the only time you get to see things that aren't related to the actual road. Right. Yes. And me being observant the way that I am when it comes to being in traffic and, 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 and driving in general, I'm scoping all the cars, who's right. doing something weird that far up, trying to, you know, make sure that I'm ready for anything that may come type things. Um, even yesterday in that vehicle ride from downtown to Northeast Portland, I like noticed all of the high rise buildings noticing people's <laughs> apartments because these floor to ceiling open windows man just checking stuff i've i just wouldn't be paying attention to and it's a hell of a hell of an experience and it's funny that you sometimes you pointed that out because as i was driving i was gonna say it out loud and i was like why like for what because <laughs> it's an anomaly that's why <laughs> that's why Literally all these years we have known each other. I have never seen you be the passenger. That. And and it was a good, cool experience. I even got to do the um, passenger seat uh, 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 yeah. Instagram clip. You got to do the uh, the the full. Yeah. Getting the get driver. The car, get the driver. Get yeah. the back seat. <laughs> yeah. Had to do it all. It was, it was a moment. But I definitely noticed a bunch of stuff I had not noticed taking that same exact route wild yeah yeah that's that is exactly you know so i'm out here you know doing verses <laughs> like that <laughs> right quick did you watch the verses i didn't i didn't know what happened already and until the you know it's trending for being over <laughs> i didn't either so that's why i did i don't know anyone that did i did my timeline didn't light up like usual Ma'am, I tuned in for a second and legit, I, I put it on and was like, this ain't my bag of things that I get excited about. Like either of these person's songs. Didn't care. Yeah, it just want to lean back. Not like again, those songs never did. Neither of those artists did made songs for my ears and my body to go oh that's a bye none of that <laughs> not at all not even a little bit respect them as who they were like i can talk about both of them individually of like understanding the impact and maybe if i was a uh, like for the jaru portion if i was a clubber or something like that i could right. probably understand that i 
was on vacation during the time that Ja Rule, you know, was like pop first pop. starting to really pop. And so it was irritating having to hear that all the time uh, through the radio because I could only <laughs> listen to the radio and it was just annoying. And then um, Fat Joe is like better as a storyteller or like doing his podcast. Like I'll listen to him all day, interview somebody, any of right. those things. But the music was never a... Uh, a thing there's never been a time of like featuring fat joe and i'm like oh click that finally <laughs> nah. again i hear his man. uh commentary game is nuts up to snuff <laughs> yeah like i can listen to him all day i'm i'm with his storytelling and again commentary and so on but yeah. there wasn't much in there that i would have been excited for i mean i care I also was excited what uh, by what Ashanti looked like walking into the situation. And I was like, oh, she's assisted both of them wildly throughout their careers. <laughs> so she's just the third. Which is situation on that. like that was a reminder of to me of like, oh, wait, there was a run where she was the hook. The woman yes. voice on Minty, a plenty of hits. Yeah. Yeah. And movies is one of my favorite songs by her. Like, anytime I come up, I don't think about it, but whenever it pops up, I'll listen to it two or three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. One other thing before we jump to our next space of talking. Yesterday in that car ride, it hit me because the station, like the song that was playing... It was just one of them days by uh, Monica. Monica. And it's like a woman's anthem. Excuse me. And the next one that followed that up was uh, Keisha Cole. I forgot what song it wasn't. I should have cheated. It was another uh, I'm done where I want to be. What, what song is that? Uh, I just wanted to be over. I'm hot. Oh. I don't like that. Ah, anyways, another women's anthem that when it comes on, and me and Ambush had a moment of I'm really good. cracking up because of the fact that when certain songs come on, these are the women anthems, and Ambush said, yeah, this is where all the dudes leave the dance floor. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yes. And then the chicks come out, and it's hella hands up, hella high, and they're singing that with way too much aggression. And yeah. You know they're talking to a specific man when they sing in this song. That had me. And then it made (laughs) me think about, I said years ago that when you driving, put on um, play that uh, I should have cheated by Keisha Cole. And if your girl get hella quiet or tell you to change the song, she ain't over, old boy. That's some free game right there. Free game right there. <laughs> and then lastly, lastly, actually, this took me into another. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing like, um, could you change this song, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Sarah. Y'all can y'all can find her on the Instagram. Sneaker soul, sneak her soul, S O L E. 
she says something that I'm taking moving forward as plant daddy, the new plant poppy. Oh, um, we were talking about plants and about a specific plant that was a little took a little more effort to take care of. And she hit me with a hack. She says she named this plant after her bay. He don't know it. Okay. But she named it after him so that she would make sure to take care of it. That that, that that's smart. Name your plant after somebody you actually love and care about. You'll take care of it better. That hit me. That's a life hack. That's a life hack. I ain't named my plants yet, and I'm definitely going to. I've definitely named a few, and I take better care of the ones that have names. Really? Yeah. Like, just in you saying that, I was like, oh, like, I... I can actually, that's verifiable over here. <laughs> okay. See, and that's what I even got the little name or not name, but the little joint tag in the tag in the yeah. soil. And I just need to sit down and actually sit Twins. with them. Same exact boat. See, like I had the plan to put my, like any sort of instructions they needed on it or like same. That's why I bought it <laughs> was to do the water and instructions. Yes. And then I ended up putting it all in an app and finally finding one that worked for me. So, uh, same gang. <laughs> there are a reason for those now, but now I need to yes. go around and name all of the rest of the uh, plants so that they're getting cared for in the same way. Yes. I will say this though, with the consistency of, you know, um, having a reminder for each one, like it being able to have an actual like regimen for it. Um, I can see their, their health is just completely different from a four week. Yeah. Seen it, you know, or three weeks. That just gave me. I'm naming my big monstera Tyler, and I'm naming the piece that I was cutting off that turned into an actual another plant because the root was attached. The creator. I love it. Mm. I love it. No, I said that in the way around. But yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. I like this. I can't wait. You'll have to report back and tell us what your uh, all your plant names are. Definitely. Because that makes me think about Air Force Ones, white Air Force Ones, Coke white Air Force Ones. Mm, brand new um, You know, and culturally, that's been a that's been a staple for a good long time now. Shout out to Nelly and making a theme song <laughs> for the Air Force Ones. Um so one of the things that a few years ago, I'm going to say like around 2015 is when I started noticing, and it's been a culture thing for the longest, right? Fresh whites, Coke whites, fresh, fresh, meaning like new, brand new out the box. You get a scuff or something crazy. Once they start, once those laces start getting a little weird and the sole isn't that, then you're they're done. They're done. Um, that's been the culture for a good long time now. And then around 2015, so I live not too far from Nike World Headquarters. A lot of Nike employees around, so I see a lot of shoes and stuff in my day-to-day my -day, uh, dealings in the area. I started noticing the trend of uh, white, uh, like middle-aged white women wearing forces 
that threw me off a bit at first. Right. But the thing is that I started noticing them not being white, fresh, but like worn in where anyone that's familiar with Air Forces, the toe box crease gets happens quick. Um, that bend is crazy. That's yeah, one of the reasons I've never been a fan of them. Um, yeah. Keeping them fresh is a task. So noticing it's that. It's not worth it for the task. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And with that, I started noticing that around that time and being like, oh, okay. And then seeing it pick up and seeing more and more happen more and more and more. But then this like trend went from that to now they're just dusty and dirty and the youths are wearing them. And the thing is, um, I don't know when the shift happened. I'm aged out of being a youth, been aged out for a while, but noticing that people will have a pretty decent fit and then the shoes are what is happening and that actually being the style to where now even clearly, clearly the shoemakers nike making shoes that already have yellowed soles which typically are aged soles that's how they're coming out if anybody that's had a white pair of sneakers for an extended amount of time that are just sitting in the closet sitting in a box or something the soles will start to yellow and i'll add that everything you just said but add that that used to be a b grade so if you got a shipment of shoes at nike that had any yellowed sole or midsole like that was a B grade and you marked it down. You did not yeah. sell that for full price. Yeah. So anyway, like just wanted to add. So that's where like my thing is you don't buy these Air Forces at in that condition. So the question I had and I was happened to be walking through when I made my trip up to Edmonton and was walking through the mall and just I don't go to the mall often. So being in a mall in the mall is a teenage uh uh youth's club <laughs> so you were dressing to go there and seeing the the shoes just had me like yikes this is a thing thing this how do you get them from out the box to that like i want to know are you going outside and like doing the moonwalk um crumping <laughs> um doing a lot of foot races what how do you get them to that point the, like the way that i see them there those are age they're shoes that i have for years sometime and i i seen a post that popped up on my memories that i was like um it's crazy when like i get rid of a lot of shoes i go through shoes and get rid of shoes that are still in great condition in general but there's sometimes i got my beaters that i'll stop one day and be like yikes <laughs> I can't even be doing store runs in yeah. these because these are past the point. Tired. Nobody says something to me before. That takes a while to get to that point. Yeah. These kids are young. You didn't have these for two, three years to get them to that point. And you don't do enough walking. That. <laughs> like that. So no I want to know if there is a process. Are you taking these and like going out to destroy them on purpose? to get them to look aged and worn through and choked out a lot of times, which weirdly. Um, and, and that's like across cultures. I'm seeing this 
across cultures and that's what's throwing me off yes there's such a it's it's hard for me to see because that is just not the way that you treat sneakers in my world or mine um so it's hard for me to see and i have younger cousins who definitely rock that that whole look of um just beat beat just ran over by a whole bus and then some and then they've drawn on it. And then, like you said, like pulling the laces so tight, like it's just like a. And the rest of the fit be cool. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It's not like, like, I know there's probably people listening, like some people can't afford shoes. No, yeah, this, is, this is not that. This is not that. This is not there's that. a difference. This is very much on purpose. Yes. Yes. I need to make sure to highlight that. If yeah. You understand everybody doesn't have it to go get it and you got to wear that shoe. No. These yeah, are uh, I've seen that hat. That hat costs seventy five dollars. Right. <laughs> uh, I've seen that. Sh these are they're wearing the stuffs. They're putting that S word on. Yeah. As the kids say. <laughs> yeah, I, I also want to know, just uh, listeners, please give us the, the insight on how they go from box to bruise so quick. Like <laughs> we got to know. <laughs> Box to bruise. That might be a nice little thing to take and um, be capturing photos as we're out in public and just posting those. Yes. Yeah, I'm down. Y'all listeners, submit any photos you see of box to bruise shoes, specifically Air Forces, because that's white. And let's say white, because you, you made yeah, a point earlier. White shoes. Yeah. Because we want to step up our whole promo game, right? And that will definitely get you engaged with us. Mm -hmm. And there are people that already know how to do this. One in particular. Who? Lil Nas X. Knows how to engage and capture the attention of the peoples. Masterfully. Masterfully. Mm -hmm. I wonder what Boosie thinking right now. <laughs> Oh, you're going to know in about a week. <laughs> <laughs> so Montero dropped. And my favorite part of all of like, because he's done a few things. He did the baby registry, uh, which was a charity. Like they were giving money to local charities um, through the baby registry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he did that. And then my man puts out a bunch of billboards. Um for the album release one and they're they're like super cheesy um personal injury style like <laughs> that boy good it, man so like picture him in a you know vest and a tie <laughs> and the first one gay you may be entitled to financial compensation <laughs> Visit welcometomontero.com. <laughs> Are you single, lonely, and miserable? You may be entitled to financial compensation. Right above you... Alta Beauty Shop. <laughs> Do you hate Lil Nas X? You may be entitled to financial financial compensation. Visit welcometomontero.com. And... But this is my favorite. Oh, this, one, yes. this one got me. This was the one. Do you miss the real America? <laughs> Visit the website 
<laughs> to see where we can take back our country. <laughs> Man, that's not even what that says. It says to see how we can take our country back. I just read it exactly how I wanted to say it, I guess. Anyway, completely genius. With the American flag and the clouds, I just... All of the stuff. Like, it's something that... A point that got made that summed it up perfectly. He's, what, 22, 23... Something like that. The lawsuit of Jane Doe. Same, who right, same thing happened to me. Same right. thing happened to me. Those pop-up ads, that should be outlawed in America. How, That's the America how, I remember. Right. We really need <laughs> to get our priorities straight. It's the choice, right? Get these ads out of here. Sorry. Make ads play silently again. <laughs> For uh, real? That is intrusive. Um, but he's of the internet so yeah. he understands the internet a way that the people who are commenting on how he uses the internet don't understand no he is of it <laughs> we are mere adapters right that's that's what that boils down to and to be clear like he's of the internet of today's internet right like we grew up with the internet in a different way than yeah. You know, people older than us. But y yesteryear's internet was not today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at and all. Of. And this is, I mean. And I know he started out like as a troll on the interwebs. Like, that was his bag before. I didn't know that. But oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, that he was a uh, Nicki Minaj. His name was uh, Minaj Nas. <laughs> Minaj Nas is what his original was. So he came in as like the lead, like he got crazy follow like on Twitter as far as being a barb. And that was what got, and then once things started hitting, he deleted all of his stuff and then just started doing his little Nas X stuff. So understanding that he has no connection, it's the internet. So the idea of the things we used to say, like the internet is not real, like it's not online, social media is not real he understands that that this has nothing to do with who i am right. The, right like you can be mad and i'm gonna play into whatever it is it's kind of like we're uh when you're uh, for for us for the people that are uh, uh 35 and up right we'll say the 35 and up crowd this goes back to being in high school middle school and being in the cafeteria and if you were with the kids who did the snapping at the tables and all that people who were master snappers would laugh at their good somebody snapping on them good they yeah. would laugh with it and yeah. probably add something to it because it was that funny and they added to the joke about them yes and keep laughing and then throw their snap back that's the people that understood this ain't this ain't for real we're joking right i'm okay i'm gonna play with this the same there way no fight at the end of i this. say this all the time if you you can say something about the most precious thing in the world to me if it's funny it's funny <laughs> <laughs> right i can do that i've been dark skinned my whole life that was a hell of a thing growing up <laughs> so <laughs> this didn't get cool until my 20s <laughs> so understand that <laughs> that's that's a stance and so seeing he, he's doing that he's at the table and y'all gonna get on him so okay i'm gonna play into this right yeah i'm that but here i'm gonna get you bothered and you they, right you right uh, and it's about you though 
<laughs> Yo. And they'd be bothered. They'd be so Bye. upset. Third. And I don't I don't get it. I don't get where the rile up happens. It's wild. Yeah. I have a question. Last week's, I don't remember what made me uh, think of this, but last week's episode made me want to ask if men like other men's pictures, like your guy friends, do you just, you know, when they post a selfie or something, do you, do men like other men's pictures? Yes. I do. I like pictures of my partners. If it's a dope picture, even with women right. pictures, like I like pictures. If the picture is dope, it's a dope picture. Like I got some partners that I'd be like, bro, who be having your camera? <laughs> Teach me the ways. Yeah. Like, you know, your angles, bro. Like all of these look like it was thought out. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I love it. Yeah. I think that like women get made fun of for hyping their friends up a lot. But I mean, I think that. Men do that too, just at a different scale. Yeah, it's different. We ain't gonna be like, yeah, bro, oh, <laughs> killing it. Fire, 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 fire emoji. No, we're not doing all that. Men talk differently. Right. Like, like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that said everything right there. Right. Click okay. Yeah. Yo, the look away when you said it too is exactly the way that that is delivered. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you outside. <laughs> that it, i mean it's definitely a thing look i was cracking up my partner drex <laughs> had me dying so you know his his fiance very beautiful woman that's sis um check out her online boutique intrigue in then com. anyways he posted made a post of like man Y'all love hearting my girl stuff and don't never heart our couple pictures. Like, I take pic I take good pictures too. He's <laughs> like, give me some of that love too. <laughs> to where I was in tears legitimately. And it became this funny thread back and forth because I was like, uh, anytime now, because I be hearting sis pictures all the time. Like she be killing. And right. I'll be like, uh, I'll heart one and then tag him. I'll comment and tag him like, hey, bro, just hit her up. Go ahead, post the pictures <laughs> so I can heart your joint too. <laughs> but <laughs> that just made me think of that and that had me weak. That's super funny. I wonder if there's a, if there's a, um, a, a gendered way that couples picks hit, like, when women post a couple pic, is that all the girlfriends go crazy or something? You know what I mean? And yep. so you get. Yep. And what happens when a guy posts a couple pic? Like all the girlfriends go crazy? That's it. <laughs> when the dudes, when I, like in my time, uh, you know, I've only had a, a, a couple of situations of right. putting out a significant other into the world. And it's this, it's for me, it, looking at who interacted, it is my partners is going to be who's heavy. And then there's my homegirls that are my homegirls, right? And then there's the social media crowd that you know they kind of filling you in some kind of way. Mm. And 
I feel like those likes, it's never, it's rarely a heart. It's just a thumbs up <laughs> of like, I seen it. I, I want it. you to know I saw it. That's, that's that. That's what I've seen. That's what I've picked up on. Okay. So yeah, there's, there's something there. Yeah. <laughs> there there's yeah. definitely something there. It's a thing. There's nothing there when it comes to Nicki Minaj and her claims about her cousin's big balls, her cousin's <laughs> friends, big balls as a result of the vaccine. <laughs> Monstrous balls. She made monster <laughs> His balls. Listen to the song became monstrous. <laughs> Which then led to <laughs> medical professionals having to use their hours, their time to investigate if this claim was in fact true. Okay, there's two answers, two possibilities as far as an answer. This was true or it wasn't. It wasn't true. So that leaves one. You guys guess. <laughs> You can do your own research right here. Oh, <laughs> that's a callback, people. <laughs> no, like, has anybody been able to capture the attention? Of, no, I shouldn't have asked it that way. I think it is insane how this captured so much attention. <laughs> because what? First of all, this thing is like layered because she puts that tweet out about her cousin's friend's balls. Which way to put your cousin's friend on blast for having an STD. Way to do it to your billions of followers. Second, <laughs> you put that out and cause a stir for people that are like, because she's been doing this like skepticism mm -hmm. or hesitancy, I guess okay. I, I'd, I'd say hesitancy, um, which, hey, do you, boo? Uh, yeah. Um, but what's been weird to me is that, number, like, why are we asking any celebrity for their ed medical advice, right? Like, there are actual tweets of people being like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> my job is going to have is going to make us get this shot and I don't want to do it or I don't know. And she's like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Like, if you got to work, you should get the shot. I'm going to eventually probably have to get it because I'm going to go on tour. But why are you asking Nicki Minaj? Anyway, like, I don't understand why that would be a, a genuine question for Nicki Minaj that you want an answer. Nikita, what's her name? Uh, whatever. Onika. Onika. Um, Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> That's disrespectful. I don't know how. It, it, my bad. I wasn't even a shot. <laughs> this Onika didn't pop in my head first. <laughs> my, um, I understand we have platforms and our words are actually taken into consideration by the people who follow us because they connect with us on the way that they connect with us. Right. And, you know, that's something definitely to keep in mind. I try to keep in mind often, not 
often enough because I'm sure something is going to come back to me <laughs> at some point. But with that said, I'm also not uh, giving my opinions and my personal thoughts on certain topics because I, for one, I don't know enough. And then the other part is you're an adult. You make the decisions for yourself, right? Um, with that, the hesitancy, cool. Got it. Need to do more research. Got it. But then to, you know, <laughs> what do they call it? An antidotes? Antidotes? An yeah, anecdotal. anecdotals. Just throwing um, out a bunch of anecdotals. And people are going to take that and run with that as this is your stance. Right. And that's exactly the the thing that happened. But understanding somebody that has that type of an influence over people, like there's the barbs, right? B A B R B A B A R B S, uh, who <laughs> ride like these 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 Bayhive. That's the Bayhive. We've got a, quite a few hives. We've got a quite a few groups of followers who were committed to the cause. And when someone puts something out, people are like, "Oh yeah." This person wouldn't just say something because, which clearly, Onika wasn't just saying something because, because she was a blood. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, so before we jump off the Nikki topic, I just want to say, I think it's, it's interesting that, like I was saying, it's layered. She, um, there was a moment where the press jumped on one of the things that she said and sort of misreported it. Um, like, and so that really got the barbs attention. You know, it was like, look at the media, you know, like making things up in real time. And that's a legitimate thing to be to note. It's a legitimate thing to point out. It's a legitimate thing to, you know, like, yeah, for real. But then we we stood on it and we like pulled every little piece of it that we could when it's really not the point. Right. Like you now have. Not just, you know, Dr. Fauci or the White House responding to you, you have the prime minister of Trinidad and Tobago saying hey. having to do two different statements. And like, like we got to under like time has to be spent differently when we're in the middle of a crisis. Right. Like we we can't we're already fighting so much mis and disinformation that when somebody that large and with that big of a platform, I mean, she's galactically famous, like. There everybody knows who, you know, like every corner of the earth, someone knows who Nicki Minaj is. And so when you put out that kind of like anecdotal stuff mm -hmm. while you're you're doing the hesitancy <laughs> and saying things like, you know, I want to do more research like th that phrase is now like a slur to me. Like it's the kind of it, like it legit makes me upset. Okay. What do you even mean by it? You're a galactically famous rapper, new mother. You know, like all this, what, what, what does your research look like? If your research looks like talking to your cousin's friend, mm -hmm. <laughs> if your research looks like Drake told me he got COVID and he was vaccinated, like yeah. that's not research. Yeah. 
If it's looking at somebody's YouTube video and you don't know the difference of what's, uh, you know, good and bad science here. Yeah. Like y'all got to under that you're not discovering new knowledge. That's what research is. That's not what you're doing. Are you sure? I'm positive. More than anything, I think this is a good thing to stand on and a good thing to uh, misdirect uh, our attention from when she's currently being sued by the woman who her husband sexually assaulted many years ago and went to prison for. She's being sued by her for harassing her. Oh. So she's been trying to get her to recant the story. What methods? Uh, Did they talk about the methods? <laughs> what methods? <laughs> that was funny to me. She called her. She called her multiple times. She tried to bribe her, tried to like, at least <laughs> yeah. that's her account. You know, the, her the, the allegation is that Nikki called her. Then once that conversation, uh, she didn't say that she would recant the story. You know, it didn't go in Nikki's favor. Um, then she was getting... She and her family were getting multiple, like, just harassing phone calls. And it didn't detail what was happening in it. I don't know if just, you know, some barbs got the numbers. I don't know. You know what I mean? But they were just being harassed in that way. Then she tried to fly her out to California. <laughs> Flew it out? She tried to flow her out uh, so that so they could try and, you know, talk this over, I guess. But... Basically, what happened is dude moved to California. He's a reg registered sex offender. He did not register in California, which is a violation. So all these, you know, all these things then make it news again that Nikki has married a sex offender. <laughs> oh. And I just want I point this out because this this is. This, this is a big deal. <laughs> This is a big deal. You're harassing a woman who was sexually assaulted by somebody that you've decided to look past that. <laughs> like you get to you get to make that choice, but you don't right. get to now harass the woman that was the victim of that. And this is old. Like this is not this is not a recent sexual assault. And so it's yeah, legit. like teenage years or something. Right. Like this was old, old, old in the late 90s or something like that. Midnight. And I'm not just saying that to minimize the experience. No, what no, I'm no. saying is this isn't new news. And so people do have the ability to evolve. People have the ability to change. Why are we not speaking to that and the growth of this man? Rather than tearing the woman down who, why would she, what? What are you doing? She don't know. She she don't know. She it's means. a it's a weird like. So I've been trying to figure out, you know, like what's the, what's the, the mind frame of that? Okay. And I can't get over this, the, the step of like you get to a certain level where you have a certain amount of money and a certain amount of power and people you are absolutely able to get your way yep. in certain circumstances. Yeah. And this is something that she doesn't want to have to deal with. This is something that she doesn't she doesn't want to be known as Nicki Minaj married to the sex offender. Right. Like, so if that just went away, 
And she can live happily ever after, right? She gets to live happily ever after. And what does it matter to any of you anyway? You know what I mean? Like, so this is like a humongous diversion to me. Like, this is this is a way that she was able to, like, completely capture the attention and move it and, and pivot. Uh, move the goalposts. Move, move the whole situation. Ain't nobody talking about that. The Barb's ain't out here talking about none of the <laughs> that Did situation. They, do you know at all if during that time when all these things came out and like came to the forefront and her decision to, you know, make a baby, be married and all that stuff, if if the Barb's ever addressed any of that? I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't know if she lost any Barb's. I don't know if new Barb's came on board. Predator Barb's were like, love it here. <laughs> I don't know. It says. Right unsure but i know you know we know the level of standing that people do Mm -hmm. like there is a there's a level of like they can literally do no wrong so we're not even going to hear it like i'm not going to hear it about this person we're going to move forward and i'm going to find every single way i can to you know push that whatever blame you're trying to put on her we're going to put it on someone else um and she's she's real masterful with the uh you know internet too it's not like she doesn't know how to capture people's attention and 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 maybe not internet but media right so like yeah i think that um it's a real cold way for you to uh change the narrative or or, or the topic yeah and i mean Uh, because a lot of lives are in the balance and there have just been too many people that have died in in the we can do this country alone. <laughs> 674,000 people have died from COVID-19. What's the number of the people that have died from the vaccine? Right. They, we don't know because it's so small, number one. It's, it's legit. <laughs> not it's negligible at at this moment. And I don't mean deaths are negligible. I just mean the percentage, the numbers. It's not just do the math of it. And your I'm unsure needs to go away. Especially for in in, for every single person that's going to end up getting it anyway. She's absolutely going to have to be vaccinated in order to go on tour unless she then fakes a vaccine card and does that whole situation where you're, you know, like, so, I mean, that's a she's it's a, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I understand right now, especially with just how much the virus has mutated that people are like, so if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, it doesn't matter. You can still get it. You can still give it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I guess, you know, being a little bit more protected and likely not dying is not enough of a reason for a lot of people. Oh, no. Clearly not. <laughs> Which is The thing at this point is the vaccine isn't for the current <laughs> uh, mutated virus that we have, right? Like, this is, this is the new one. We need an expansion pack. we're going to continue to need expansion packs the longer we let it mutate and these viruses continue to get stronger and stronger like that's what and 
the longer we're hesitant, the longer that we're questionable, the longer that we are unvaccinated, the easier it is to mutate. And, that's gonna and the less and less, uh, you know, effective the vaccine will be because these are new strains of it. It's not for the same thing. <laughs> so we're just going we're going back to square one, just like over and over and over. That, that's the, the cycle I see coming because we can't get past the hump of like, you need to wear a mask. So we can't even tackle the we need more people to be vaccinated because we can't get people to just put a mask on to go into the grocery store 19, 20 months into this. We're just going to argue about it. We're just going to argue about it for years. I mean, that we know how America do. <laughs> Which ain't cool. And I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing for the accuracy. Not in terms of it's a joke. It's just we can't we we need these uh, we need these people with the ginormous platforms to either know what they're talking about or tell us flatly that you don't like we don't have room for gray area right now. There's you're too influential and you're being like real wishy washy and this and that and allowing um, room for all these people who have. For whatever reason, come to you. You, you know what I mean? Guru. Like, yeah. I mean, duh. <laughs> Dorica. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I I don't know. It's, it's it's this place that, as a country, nation. When we're tired of something, it no longer exists. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this anymore. Yeah. Why are we still having conversations about this? That's that seems to be the way that we rock. That's the resolve. Yep. I, I don't get it. Because it's not for me to get. <laughs> that's, that's a big portion of that. Um, I just wish people would... Uh, to be informed and not just informed in their stance, but take the time to get informed on what the other side is from a valid place, not an article that replaced the S with a Z. Like I iterate <laughs> that many times. Um, <laughs> just take that time like to, to, to understand and actually do the research on your opposing stance right not just for opposing uh stances that actually are s helping to solidify your stance but for the sake of seeing where this other portion is at and and i think in that space when you actually do that type of research for real you kind of come to this thing of like oh, okay i can see why yep and then that helps to inform like all the way around. I've had to do that many times. I've talked about it before of, during college of writing papers completely against what I actually felt. Right. Which that helped inform me like, oh, she's I can actually. I I'm not mad <laughs> like I'm not mad at that being where you're at with it. But when you're just throwing stuff out like balls got big oh uh, come on 
for like what in when the why is she the one doing her Twitter at that point? Is my question. Help me. Where is the social media manager? <laughs> that is a great point. Like, nah, bro. That's not the tweet. <laughs> that's, that's not the tweet. And why is that? No, it's just not. Anyway, we can move forward. Uh, it shouldn't be. It's a lot. Count me in. What the fuck is in the water at the murders? <laughs> That's a callback versus so many great callbacks in this episode. So Alex Murdaugh, I hope I'm saying this correctly. Uh, shout out to Faith, number one, for uh, sending me the topic on Friday because shout out, sis. I, I legit have uh, was dying of a migraine this week and was down and out and was not uh, keeping up with the news or anything that was happening. And this story is a ride. And there's no way that we can cover all of it. Right. <laughs> quickly. So we're just going to go Shout out to the infographic, though. <laughs> well, real. Like it's it's helpful. <laughs> but basically, this one particular man is in the middle of like multiple murders, <laughs> like the 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 clue, oh, you know, bless you. Oh, Jesus. In the corner with the candlestick in the blah, blah, blah. Like, this is riddled with, uh, like, I can't wait for this documentary, I guess is what I'm <laughs> trying to get at. So, uh, one, this is like a prestigious family. Like, they, uh, in the way of, uh, prestigious is probably the wrong, wrong word. Powerful family. Yeah. Um, lots of lawyers, lots of law people. Uh, some prosecutors, uh, a judge or something like that, or solicitor of the 14th Circuit. Lots of things. Yeah. This particular guy, Alex, uh, he's 53. His wife and one of his sons have recently been murdered mm. <laughs> at their hunting estate. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's some, there's some, charges that the son was facing from a boating while impaired charge like he, trial he may, killed somebody while he was uh maybe possibly impaired okay driving a boat so that son and the mother and wife are found dead on their property then this guy gets Shot in the head. Whoa. Calls the police, says he was shot in the head while he was changing a tire. And now we find out that it was a conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. He was going to, he wanted to die, but he wanted his son, re remaining son, to get the payout of his life insurance policy. But he thought that there was a clause in there, a suicide clause. So if you, you know, um, so he paid a former client to kill him. The client shot him in the head and bounced because he shot the person in the head. But it was like a superficial wound. Why this guy didn't call the dude back and be like, hey, come circle back and shoot me again. Because. <laughs> 
I'm still talking. Uh, instead, he called the police. <laughs> what? He called the police <laughs> and said that he was shot while he was changing a tire. And so, of course, the police start looking for the person that shot this man in the head. Who is this guy's formal client that he paid to do this? <laughs> Wait, what? This is for real? Exactly. Exactly. And we buying chains. Bruh, there's also like deaths connected to them that have not been solved and are now like, wait a minute. Did there? So there's one, there was Stephen Smith who was 19. He was killed um, in what the South Carolina Highway Patrol investigators originally ruled a hit and run. Um, it, his case was reopened after this whole double murder <laughs> investigation of the son and the mom, because now it's like, wait, the the mother of Steven the whole time was like this. This was like a hate crime or something it, like he was mangled. And so for them to just be like it was a hit and run, it didn't really track. Um, and that was very near them. Uh, there was another person who died by the or the the boat accident. Um, and the son was on, you know, a waiting trial for that. And then their housekeeper, who was their housekeeper for more than 20 years. 20. Was died in what they called like on the property in a trip and fall. <laughs> and now the coroner is like uh, the manner of death was ruled natural, which is inconsistent with injuries sustained in a trip and fall accident. And her family has filed a civil suit against the Murdaws. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I think I didn't say that about the, uh, the, the boating accident family. They have filed a suit. And uh, I think the mother of, oh no, that other one, they're just trying to figure out still. Now they're reinvestigating what happened to her son. And this poor dude that he, not poor dude, but the dude that he like hired to kill him uh, is now facing charges of like conspiracy to commit insurance fraud too when he was just trying and assisted suicide. Um, what do the, what do the kids be saying? Uh, Lord be a, what the <laughs> F? Are we in the second half? What the fuck? <laughs> huh, what to say? What? <laughs> like, what? E. <laughs> like, Bam. Help me, please, because I don't understand this. <laughs> this is a layer. This is tight. Not tight. Right. But play right. a murder mystery game. This is the kind of one I'm, I need a board. I need the red string. You got to <laughs> I'm I'm, connect these dots. Yeah, I'm going to connect these dots. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Um, because you know that the police had to, like, conspire with them in some ways for none of these murders to be murders. <laughs> like, Look, are we about to crack a case? Go ahead. I'm girl. telling you. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're, you mean to tell me 
on every episode of Law and Order, SVU, Criminal Intent, all the regular one. You mean to tell me that we're not supposed to look at the family? All of a sudden, two people die on the property, murdered. And we're just gonna be like, oh, couldn't have been the dad, couldn't have been the other son, couldn't have been anyone in the family. Like, we know those kind of murders are like people you know. They're not just like usually a random act of violence. Yes, it is. Hunting estate. That's tight. Y'all got money. (laughs) That's money, money. Like, you're not gonna tell me that that, you know, like no one has access to just do a drive-by on you. Psych. Murder is not cool. (laughs) You get me? Obviously. (laughs) Unless, nah. Ah! Anyway, uh, we're going to keep our finger on the pulse of this one because this is a wild ride. What a roller coaster. Already. Wild night, Cuddy. You missed out. I just don't know what's even happening over there that you connected to this many things like this feels like um clickbait <laughs> like the 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 show yes clickbait <laughs> there's too many it's too, too many, many layers too many layers that's a lot of yeah that's a lot of a lot of murder to be around uh So then we have another weird one where uh, it's a developing story that kind of captured the attention of the nation for a couple of days and um, and is now come to a super sad resolve. Um, Gabby Petito was a van blogger, life blogger. Travel in my van that I sleep in. Oh, okay, I was van. I was start off. Okay, yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, van life. I think it's like a like a specific, you know, kind of content. Um, she she and her boyfriend lived in Florida. They went traveling in the van. They're supposed to go across country. They were actually going to end their trip uh, in Portland, Oregon. Um, yeah. They didn't make it here. Um, She was last seen in Wyoming and he just went back to Florida and has been back in Florida since September 1st and didn't tell anybody that she was missing. Since when? September 1st. Okay. So this has been... uh, I think her parents reported her missing on September 11th, I believe. Uh, and that was because she w- they were getting text messages from her. But the way that she communicated with her parents was basically or with her mom was like FaceTime. And some of the text messages uh, that happened earlier, just her mom was like, didn't didn't read like her. And and then they stopped getting communications. So once they realized that the boyfriend was back at home, okay. they called the police and reported her missing. He immediately got 
got a lawyer and would not speak to the family or the police, which you're supposed to do if you uh, guilty of something. Don't want to have to talk to people about where you've been. <laughs> um, so the the police, nobody has talked to the boyfriend, right? Okay. And then I believe it was maybe a couple of days, Friday or Saturday. No, Friday. The uh, there was body cam footage released from the police. Um, and I can't remember. Was that in Utah? I think they were in Utah. Okay. And it's like an hour and a half. I did not watch the whole thing, but yeah. seeing them be, you know, the police stopped them. There was some erratic driving um, that was happening and he was speeding. Um, watch the, 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 the footage that I saw was alarming to me and it was alarming to me for a few reasons. I feel like, uh, so she's sort of she's crying she's upset she's taking on a lot of uh responsibility for what has happened in the like i get uh, i get worked up and so i i was i was apologizing for this and i was doing this and i and i like she was um yeah trying to be apologetic and and you know like uh appeasing even in the moment of like she's clearly sort of distraught right and he's just like yeah uh she gets a little worked up and she gets sad or whatever you know we, yeah. we get frustrated with each other and uh his energy to me read very like um Bedirdo. Yes, <laughs> that is. I'm picking up what you're laying down. <laughs> that is an absolute scientific name. Um, yeah, it was it was some real behavior, real energy that he was giving off. Um, so where we are now is uh, the police have found remains in Wyoming and believed to be her. Oh, man, I skipped a step. Ah, uh, my bad. Uh, so the boyfriend supposedly went missing. <laughs> uh, again, not talking to police, not talking to the family. Uh, and they were engaged like they they were going to be married at least that's what they said they would do right okay. and then at some point um the the stories are a little iffy uh like there have been reports that they actually broke up the engagement before they left there are reports that it happened while they were on the trip either way uh yeah. it's not adding up <laughs> right either way so th these are people that you were likely going to be family with in some way shape form or fashion i kind of feel like they're I don't know how I would be able to not talk to the family of the person I'm supposed to share my life with. Like, I just don't even know how that works. I just don't know how you just like change your number or you just turn your phone off. Like, I don't know how any of that's supposed to work. But anyway, so this week, uh, uh, yesterday, the 
police and the FBI said that they were going to be looking a search party for the boyfriend, um, Brian Laundrie, because his family has reported him missing since Tuesday. <laughs> they say he's been missing now since Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then they find her remains recently. And I, when I say recently, I mean hours ago. Um, what? This documentary will be great, too. Uh, Lacey Peterson-ish. Yeah. 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 Well, Chris Watts out here. Um, if you guys haven't seen American Murder or whatever it's called. The Murder Next Door on Netflix. Watch that thing. The Murder Next Door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, all the all the vibes and uh, condolences to the families, you know, of Gabby and friends and all those affected. Um, this is nuts. Beyond nuts. And of course, you know, here in this next couple of weeks, I'm sure a lot more will come to the forefront. So we definitely gonna have to circle back for to sure touch on that. Cause it's a lot. Not even medium, like. <laughs> we need a palate cleanse. So I'm gonna ask you uh, a wild one. What would you do? What would Kanathan do in the scenario that you went on a date mm -hmm. to a party? Hey, hands in the air. Yes. And you're waving them. I'm like, you just don't care. Because I don't. I don't be caring. <laughs> and somehow, you know, two gents talk up the lady that you've come with. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing you know, she is with those two fellas. Mm-hmm. In a room, uh -huh. doing the grown up, all three together, and you're downstairs still waving your hands like you just don't care because you don't. And when my hands come down and I'm, I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you there? <laughs> We're the ladies. <laughs> I don't get a call back <laughs> from a voice that's familiar. <laughs> Where my lady? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> um. Well, let me ask you this first. Would you go look for? Yeah. the The initial thought is, oh, you know, she might be doing her thing, peeing. Okay. Maybe needed some air. I need air often when I'm somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um. Then I'd probably send a little message like, hey, you good? Don't hear nothing back. And then maybe uh, ask somebody, hey, you seen a girl looking like a whole treat in here? And then somebody's response to that treat that was in here <laughs> was taken upstairs on a platter. <laughs> 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 to be served. <laughs> uh, in that scenario, let me ask this. 
is this a newly um like is this a new situation oh good good question in this particular scenario yes this is like uh you've maybe gone on a couple of dates known each other a week and some change like it no no okay you know major connection no time investment yet um yeah in that case it's it's For me, that's a, oh, okay. Like, I, I, there would be a little sting that she okay. could have been unhanded from the grips of <laughs> my charm that easily. <laughs> so definitely a little, a, little, <laughs> a little under the rib jab, you feel me? Like, okay. Okay, a little sticky situation. Um, and then what immediately would jump in for me is, oh, yeah. I mean, the streets is going to street. And if you're going to be in the middle of them, oh, that's that. That's that. And I just have to get up out of there, continue on with my evening. What um, if you're her ride? <laughs> you said I was her ride because... <laughs> You was doing enough riding. You was on four wheels. <laughs> you <Yeah>, fields. <laughs> I mean, I've yet to see a, a, a tree way where there's not a, a four point stance happening. So. <laughs> work, being put in. <laughs> work is being put in. So at that point, you have became the vehicle. <laughs> Don't need me. You let me know. Yeah. Don't need me in this scenario. Zero zilch nada. So I came across this, uh, that particular scenario because of a text exchange that, you know, someone on Twitter posted between he and his friend. And it was the like, it was really the uh, concern that my man had of just like, I need you to come here and help me because... (laughs) This thing is happening to me. And the dude's like, this isn't a crisis. Like, chill, nobody, who cares? You don't even know her. <laughs> and he's like, they shouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> it's a travesty. It's a travesty. <laughs> do you understand what's happening right now to my manhood? <laughs> to my manhood. <laughs> Not on my watch, no. It, it was just the funniest thing in the world to me because I can't even imagine that scenario like in real life playing out of just like going somewhere with, you know, a new person that you've met and then just completely dipping and doing that. Which, which here in this. Sorry, I'll let you finish. Sorry. No, no, no. That's it. <laughs> it's just that because in rap songs, particularly, they talk about taking people's girlfriend often and I just try to run through my mind. I've never been in any situation that was close to that not in my face not i came here with her she's leaving with somebody different right so there's oftentimes i've wondered like who has that life experience does that actually happen or is this what i can say though is that i've definitely been in situations where somebody came with their girl or who they're talking to and she's being extra friendly with someone at the party that was not someone she came with and (sighs) It made me question, like, wait, are y'all together? 
like what is happening here because right the amount of interest and body language and um words out your mouth language that <laughs> <laughs> are happening doesn't coincide with you being here with somebody you rocking with right i've seen that many a times but again i've not experienced coming somewhere and and this is where my ego part jumps in i'm trying to learn how to get past the ego but as soon as it's too much energy being thrown away that doesn't feel like the right energy being thrown out there like i'm all for socializing and all that don't come here and you got to stand at my hip none of that but there's a difference of interacting and then there's you know, an open act- door oh there you go Get, getting active <laughs> um, and so my ego would be like oh yeah nah you good you figure the rest of it out and i'm good at being able to leave a place with my friends with barely saying bye so being at a space with <laughs> someone you know, is right now that means <laughs> 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 so if I do that with people that I care about, <laughs> that easily will Imagine work that moment. for someone that I don't have that type of connection with. <laughs> <laughs> Quick and fussed. <laughs> yeah, that one was a one. Uh, in other weird news, we've talked about like how coaches and like referees have like decided some black kids are going to have to cut their hair before they're able to uh, compete. Um, You're going to have to take your braids out. You can't have this. You can't have that. There's actually the crown act had to be passed in order for uh, black people to be able to exist with their hair growing out of their head, the way that it grows Uh, and not be (laughs) penalized and ridiculed for it in the work and education spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, this story came across like the the headline was something to the effect of like Michigan man sues files a million dollar lawsuit after the teacher allegedly cuts his daughter's hair. I'm like, what? And the girl, it's a little mixed girl. She has blonde, curly hair, very light skinned, uh, but definitely like a non white child, right? Um, she comes home from school one day and from uh, with her hair cut on one side, a kid on the school uh, on the school bus cut some of her hair. Her dad has a talk with her, takes her to a a stylist. They give her a asymmetrical cut so that it's not as noticeable. And this is a, this is a baby. I mean, uh, I don't know how old she is, but I mean, we're talking, Oh, she's seven. This is, this is a child. (laughs) Uh, goes, go, you know, gets, gets her hair done. Then she goes to school the next day comes back from school with the other side of her haircut. Wait. And he says, uh, he said something to the effect, parents are so funny. Like, I thought I told you kids can't cut your hair or something like that. 
<laughs> and she was like, but it, it was a teacher. It was my teacher, not. So the teacher or well, we get the explanation we get is from the school board and the school board basically is saying that like this teacher noticed that the that her haircut was uneven. <laughs> what are, you're not paid to notice anything. All right, sorry. Um So I'm sorry. I, I I just I sat in the I sat in that same feeling of like, what do you mean? Uh, anyway, so yeah, they they cut they cut the little girl's hair. Didn't contact the father before or, or mother. Didn't contact any parents beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, did what they want. Just did what they didn't ask her if that's what she wanted. Just we're just gonna cut hair. <laughs> um. How that even I have seen I I have seen teachers do kids hair like. Little baby's not getting her hair done at home. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I was like, hook, hook, hooks this up real quick so that she's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I've, I've seen that. definitely seen that. That has absolutely nothing to do with scissors. Permanence. I'm not putting, you know, they're not perming these kids hair. We're not coloring kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not doing anything. We're not My talking kids about it. home with a permed head. Yo. We got to shoot. Like, that's oh. the only way this works. It's the only way it works. If you get a million for cutting it off, uh, watch how much I'm going to make you pay for changing the DNA of my hair. <laughs> and I didn't get that choice. You know, like. Nah, I just find this the kind of thing that's so wild. We're in a timeline where people are parents are at school board meetings they've never attended before Mm. in an effort to say. My child, my choice, my body, my choice, all these autonomy things, all these. This is my child, my possession, right? I get to make the decisions for my kids. I get to decide what their punishments and their, you know, all that is. And here you are taking it upon yourself. Where's the outrage? (laughs) When a teacher cuts a baby's hair. Because it didn't happen to um, Kimberly. Teachers don't cut gum out of little white kids' hair. There's actual things on, I mean, I'm sure it's different in states, but I know like here in Oregon, as a former educator in the school district, you are not even supposed to touch the kid if they're injured. Like there's steps of what you are supposed to do in case of an actual injury. <laughs> and this is, this I is like the hair. It's so distracting to you that you need to pull her out of class. Like, who was it for? Self. (laughs) And you don't get to be a teacher then. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, you don't you make bad decisions. You got to tell me why, how we're never going to do that again. I, I I don't know. Like, 
Right. I, like and why you get to say you're sorry and then just continue to meander along. <laughs> right. And what's the next what's the next mistake look like? You know what I mean? Like maybe it's not the same thing, but maybe it's some really insensitive thing you do that traumatizes the child. Like, what are we doing here? Why would you ever think that that was the appropriate thing to do? In what scenario? <laughs> I don't like the way this looks. I'm going to fix it for you. Like, I, I, I don't even all the scenarios swirling around. I can't figure out one that made that the right call. Because there isn't a scenario <laughs> where that works. <laughs> Like zero times out of 1,000 times, does that make sense? Completely nuts. I just, I'm, there's moments like this, as you said, where's the outrage? And that is one of those things that pulls us back to why it's not an outrage. Mm. I think we know. I think we understand. I'm over it. I don't want to be under it. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> but I, th I think something that you can get jiggy with that you, I'm sure when you heard about this new show dropping, you was like, yes. <laughs> Finally. Activism yeah. on the screen, the silver screen. No, is it, what is it when it's a TV screen? What is it? the TV screen <laughs> activism. I mean, I'm sure there's, I, I don't know why I can't the small screen. That's what they there call it. Go. Okay. Activism uh, on the small screen. Yo, this is offensive. I'm offended. I'm aggrieved. <laughs> I'm upset. Where are all the, I'm mad about it drops. <laughs> like this is, this is the, yeah. every, every <laughs> everything can just go wrong. Like this is the wrong, all of this is upside down. We're living in the upside down. None of this is right. Um, creating a, okay. So there's a, a reality show that was shot already um, called, I don't know, The Activist, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, hosted by Usher, uh, Chopra Jonas, and um, uh, Another one. Leanne Huff. I think. Okay. What'd you say? I said another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> we've got a black man, we've got an Indian woman, and we have a white woman. They're going to tell us everything. That sounds like the beginning well, of a joke. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what bar did they walk into? Like, we're just in fresh hell. So they have decided, or not decided, whoever, you know, created this show. Okay. These three are the hosts of a show called The Activist. Uh, in which they are supposed to like judge or, you know, like there will be activists doing their activism on the small screen in an effort to get these people to, I don't know, buy into their, their cause. Um, and then I don't know who America's next top activist is like at the end. I'm not sure how, what the point of this whole thing is. Maybe they got money. I don't know. Um, immediately <laughs> when this gets announced, uh, Twitter was a blaze. <laughs> a blaze. Something about a blaze. <laughs> Forever funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is the epitome of not just gentrification and like colonizing, but like the misappropriation of things that actually matter and then the whitewashing of it. So you're going to take actual, (laughs) the idea is to get actual activists who would not do this. Like, I don't know where you found you just. So you're supposed to have actual activists who are uh, passionate and about a particular cause and they're already on the ground. They're organizing. They're doing the things and the stuff. Depending on what the cause is, they're protesting They're you know, whatever it is. You mean to tell me that you were able to get multiple people, multiple actual organizing activists to be recorded for a reality television show <laughs> to be judged on their activism or on their ability to sell the cause that they need more people to pay attention to. This is disgusting. <laughs> Boop. This is gross, gross. I can't even imagine like who sat down, what it looked like in the table or, you know, in the room at the table when they're spitballing the idea (laughs) and someone's like, you know, activism is a good trending hashtag. Like, I don't even know how you get here. (laughs) What are the metrics? (laughs) Give us the numbers. Give us the numbers. Y'all just weaponized the word woke a few years ago. Now we got the the next America's next top activist. Jeez. Jeez. What in the actual fuck? Jeez. <laughs> like this, this, this what? <laughs> and then using uh, Usher, what's up, bro? <laughs> Usher. What did? And I know there's money, right? Money is money is money. People be moneying. Um, but I feel like that was thrown in there for the connection to the. To mm. the culture. To the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the you hit the nail on the head with that one. I, just, I definitely want to understand like uh Usher baby. Where did you how did they get you to sign up for this? You know what? I what I want to ask Ursh is Ursh. when your when your agent <laughs> brought this to you. Why weren't you immediately offended? Like, fuck, bro, don't what? Me? (laughs) He said, nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, I feel that. Yo! Who is this for? This is literally no, not one soul asked for this shit. (laughs) Not one, not (laughs) one viewing set of peepers was like, I cannot wait. (laughs) There was a zilch and there was a nada. (laughs) Nobody fucking wants that. What are you? What? <laughs> so, as we sorry uh, took that okay. that turn. When does it drop? Well, here's the thing: the internet lost its mind and was like, "What well, we're not gonna do, <laughs> okay, is have any of this bullshit." Okay. So they are now currently reshooting. <laughs> They are changing the way that this will be done and it will now just be like a one episode special. (laughs) 
what would this special entail? Like what? Uh, you, uh, mum's the words. Can't be releasing those details as we're literally building the plane while we fly it. <laughs> like they don't know. They just had to scrap it. And there's so much money involved with these kind of shows. They've already produced the show. I mean, it happened already. They had they had all the footage. <laughs> and now they got to start over. I don't know what they're going to do. But honestly, who, what, what activist <laughs> is going on there that's credible? What do you mean? Like, this is not the way that you platform an idea. This is not the way that you get people to pay attention to something. Like, not even close. <laughs> not even close. And it ain't even a little bit funny, but the people that were behind this, the pitching, <laughs> I'm sure the intention, right? People's intentions sometimes, many times, I feel like many times, is good <laughs> when they approach with the foundation of a thing and then they present it to a company organization whatever that takes that and says yeah that's good but we need to shift yeah, this this <laughs> and add this and, and for people that aren't like no we need to stick to exactly what i brought it to you as before it turns into something else the people that they used are who in this group is known for activism. Not not resharing a cool post. I don't even but, think like do Urcher do that? I don't even <laughs> keep saying Urcher and that only gets funnier the more times it's said. Urcher is Definitely <laughs> not anyone when I think of a voice for in the, the field. For the culture. Nah. I don't know what these uh, what either of the two women on the, the hosts do uh, other than have money, you know, like I don't know what their their situations are. They just holding a little bag, a little biggie bag. Yeah, one's married to a Jonas brother, so oh, I mean, like, you're, uh, yeah, we're we're doing it eig. Uh, because what I will say is that the idea of this could be dope oh. with people who are actually doing the things, giving them a platform that will allow them to spread the word with actual information and not. Um, what they heard <laughs> through the grapevine, I feel like this is that could be something they could yeah, pick but up. I think you don't make that a competition. I don't think you add the capitalism on top of it. No, where sorry. Yes, that, you know what I'm sorry. Saying? Yeah, my bad. I should have asterisked that and said to pull that piece. But in terms of just doing the things, yeah, that would be a dope setup, and I don't see why nobody's jumping on that. Whoa, there's no money in it, huh? That's what you say? Well, we have a future for our kids, but hey. Culprit. <laughs> Who Sneaky wants? bastard sitting right there, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky. 
Why are you on your shit tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Man. Y'all get up out of here. I don't even want to see the one episode. Yeah, nah, not going to happen. I'm not going to watch that for the show. I'm not going to watch that to be able to talk about it later. I will uh, take somebody's, you know, trusted opinion on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You're You're not catching... None of my views. They ain't gonna catch you outside with it. Uh, not with you. They could catch me outside. <laughs> this whole not with an opinion. <laughs> not with a. I watched it. <laughs> opinion. You can catch me uninvolved. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, rocking with us doing the things that we do we love you you love us (laughs) all of that and some make sure you follow us at unrefined sophisticates on the instagram me can at i technically can on the instagrams follow morg at portland morgan on the instagrams make sure you like us subscribe and review wherever you listen and tell a friend to tell a friend about us and with that being said, it's checkout time. Gotta go, gotta go. Yeah, baby. It's checkout time. Gotta go, man. Gotta go. Y'all know what time. Come on, man. Get your bags, man. Call that bell, motherfucker.